Hi everyone and welcome back. This is season two of Pregnancy Prep. I'm Ainsley Kirkpatrick, your host. This podcast is trying to answer any questions any newer prospective parents might have um, about your pregnancy, about your labor and delivery, or about what comes next. I am a registered massage therapist and I am a registered doula here in Ontario, Canada. And I'm just trying to make a couple, you know, short episodes that are really easy to listen to and easy to digest um, to try to help you guys out on your, your next journey. So if you do have any questions that you'd like answered, um, they could become an episode. So if you'd like to contact me, you can email me at akirkpatrick.com dot rmt at gmail.com and I will leave my email in the notes of the show. So season two, episode one, we are going back to the basics. Very, very simple, but very important topic, how to hold a baby. So whether you're a soon to be parent or you have a loved one who's about to have a baby, um, if you haven't held a baby in a while, or if you've never held a baby, it can feel really intimidating. Um, that's completely normal, it's completely understandable, and it's very, very common. Um, babies are tiny and they're helpless, and so I understand why people are so cautious about it, but it is important to remember that they are not as breakable as most people think. And while you wanna be cautious and gentle with a newborn, there is no reason that you should fear holding a baby. Um, I'm going to get into describing some specific holds, um, but before I do that, I'm just going to give a couple tips as somebody who has been holding babies her whole life. I, I honestly don't remember ever being taught how to hold babies because I think I wasn't much more than a baby myself when I started holding them and I was just surrounded by pillows. Um, so I have some tips about how to remain calm and be confident while you're holding the baby and then I have the actual description of um, different ways to hold the baby because it occurred to me while working as a doula this year um, usually when I'm working with families we are not under quarantine but because it was March 2021 um, we were still dealing with the pandemic and quarantine and so usually when I'm helping with families um, your mom is there with you your mother-in-law is there with you you have friends there who are also holding the baby and so you just naturally see all of these different holds and how different women and different people hold babies um, but the women that I was helping I was the only person other than their partner who was coming in and out of the house and so there was actually one day where I couldn't get one of the babies to settle. And so I had him in, you know, one position for about 10 minutes and then another position and, and he just couldn't settle. So I just kept changing how I was holding him. And the mom was saying, oh my goodness, I've literally only ever held him one way. It never occurred to me to hold him a different way. <laughs> so this can be really helpful if you are on your own or if you didn't grow up like me with a ton of ants um, who you could watch and pick up things from them, I'll give you the tips because 
like I said, I grew up with a lot of aunts and a lot of baby cousins. So I have seen many, many different ways to hold a baby and to hand off a baby. <laughs> so the most important tip, um, and you will hear this from anybody who has experience holding a baby, is to remain calm when you're holding a baby. If you panic or if you get upset or if you're starting to really get fearful, the baby is going to sense that and they're also going to get upset. Um, this is most important if the baby is already crying. Some people tend to get really overwhelmed when they're holding a crying baby. Um, that's just how the baby communicates with you. It doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. Um, so if you've kind of already checked or the parent has already checked that the baby is fed and burped and, you know, their diaper and everything's on correctly, there's nothing obstructing them, nothing hurting them, um, the clip that's, you know, on the umbilical cord isn't being pressed into their abdomen, the diaper's on right, all of that. If all of that has been covered, they're just telling you that they're uncomfortable and you might have to change up how you're holding them or add a layer or take off a layer. Um, but it doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong. So try your very best to remain calm if a baby is crying because it's only going to make it worse if you start to get upset. Um, another thing is that babies love movement. There's no need when you're being held, like handed a baby for the first time to just stand there like a statue afraid that you're going to drop them. You're not going to. You're going to listen to my tips on how to hold babies. You're going to hold them the correct way and you'll be fine. So you can sway and you can bounce. You don't have to be glued to your seat if you're sitting down. Get up and walk around. Um, if you are seated and you can't get up, feel free to, again, bounce or rock yourself back and forth. Babies love that. Um, it gives them a similar sensation to when they were in mom's womb and they were constantly moving. It's very, very soothing to them. Um, another thing that people don't often think about, especially people who don't have tons and tons of experience with newborn babies, is babies love to be on their belly. They really like to be held on their bellies. I know... Lots of babies don't like tummy time, which is just um, if you have babies on the floor and you're working on their neck strength. Um, but if you're laying down on your back and you have a baby on your chest and on your stomach, that's also a version of tummy time. Um, and often babies love that. And then there's also holds that you can do that have babies on their bellies that I'll talk about. Um, you do want to be cautious to not do it directly after eating. Um, I have made that mistake and I, uh, I will save you from that, that mess if the baby has just eaten, even if you've already burped them and everything looks good. Um, give it like 20 minutes. <laughs> Don't immediately put them on their belly. Um, another thing to remember is that this will only get easier. Um, I have done handoffs with new parents and... Um, awkward assists when they're holding the babies for the first time and then I've come back a week later and you know they're a complete pro they're doing everything with one hand and the baby's in the other so while this might feel awkward the very first time you're doing it that is not going to last rest assured it will only get easier um fake it till you make it is the other thing to remember because while babies can absolutely sense your distress they're not going to know if you're faking being confident or not. If you're talking to them in a nice, confident voice, and if you 
are pretending like you know exactly what you're doing, the baby's going to feel like you know exactly what you're doing and they're going to be calm. Um, and then nailing the handoff is key. That's the last little tip I have. Uh, and I'm going to go over how to do the handoff after we talk about the different holds. Um, but oftentimes the actual holding of the baby isn't the scary thing. It's transferring from one person's hands to the other. That's the awkward thing. Um, so if you can nail that, then holding a baby is no problem at all. So we're going to go over the different holds. The main holds that we uh, talk about and that people know and that you'll hear about are the cradle hold, the football hold, the over the shoulder hold, and the face down on the arm hold. Um, I, even as a person who, like I had mentioned, spend quite a bit of time holding babies and kind of always did, um, always thought that some of these names were funny because the football hold I always thought well, this, I would never hold a football this way anyway, so why is this the name? Um, so I am going to go into as much detail as I possibly can about where the baby's head would be and where their head would be facing um, in relation to an adult's body and an adult's arm. Um, so bear with me if this is um, too much detail, but when it's an audio podcast and I'm trying to describe something that's far easier described using visuals, um, I tend to go a little bit overboard. So the cradle hold is absolutely the most common. It's the one you think of when you think about holding a baby. This will be the first thing that comes to your mind. So this is when the baby's head is in the holder's elbow. Their face is facing up. The baby's back is along the arm of the holder and the bum of the baby is in the holder's hand. This is a great hold. It allows the um, holder to either continue to hold the baby just like that with one hand or bring their other arm up under the holding arm and add some support to hold that baby's weight. Um, and again, this is going to be the one that most newbies um, go for um, because you just feel like you have the baby supported a little bit better. Um, it is also a really good hold if you're trying to get stuff done, if you're attempting to do other things. Um, most people will hold the baby in their non-dominant hand and have, again, the baby's spine along their non-dominant arm um, and the baby's bum in their hand. That way their dominant hand is available to do things. Most times, if you're a brand new parent or a brand new person about to hold a baby for the first time, your instinct will actually be to give your dominant arm and have the baby's head in your elbow. Um, but just bear in mind, if you if you have to be doing things, if, if you need that other hand to try to offer your non-dominant hand um, when getting the baby. Um, yeah, this is, it's a great hold. It's really comfy. You can do it if the baby's swaddled or not swaddled. Um, and like I said, you can use both arms to support the baby or just one. Um, when people are more confident with babies, like I mentioned, I am going to talk about handoffs after, but with the cradle hold, one of the benefits is if you're really confident with the babies and you're a big enough person, um, when you're doing a handoff from a cradle hold, you can always, because you'll be holding the baby kind of against your chest and against your abdomen, you can let go with your supporting hand that's been under your own arm helping carry the weight. 
and then you can externally rotate your hand so that the baby is no longer against your body and is now out and that is an easy way for somebody to take the baby from you um, rather than trying to go like arm over arm which is really really common with people who are brand new to holding babies and you will find that that's incredibly awkward is somebody just waiting in the cradle position with no baby in their hand and then you with the baby in the cradle position attempting to just like put your arm inside the other person's arm and then kind of pull the tablecloth out, pull your arm out kind of move. Um, that's really hard and really awkward. So this is one of the ways that you can hand off a baby is from the cradle hold externally rotating your elbow so that the elbow is still kind of close into your rib cage, but now the hand is away from your body and that's where the baby's bum will be and that'll be easier for somebody to take the baby from you. Again, I will go into more detail about that. Um, but there's lots of reasons why the cradle hold is great. It's definitely the most secure. The football hold is the next hold and it's really, really similar. But the back of the baby's head is actually in the palm of your hand. So it's kind of the opposite of the cradle hold. Um, so the palm of the holder's hand will have the baby's head in it. The head will be facing up. So the baby's facing you. Its body is going to be along your arm again. And then the legs of the baby, depending how big the baby is and depending how big the holder is, the legs are going to straddle the person's forearm right at the elbow. You're going to bend your elbow and kind of tuck the baby right in. So you can, if you want to, bring the baby back across your body, bring the other arm under it, and then it's similar to the cradle hold. Um, but a lot of the times, this is what people are doing um, if they're having to move around or if they're having to do things or interact with other people. Um, again, you would be doing this with the baby in your non-dominant hand so that your dominant hand is free to do stuff. Um, but that way you can see the baby's face, you can see their head, it's right in the palm of your hand, but your arm and elbow are tucked right into your ribcage against your body and you've got the baby in a nice secure hold. Um, again, if you ever need to, you just slide that arm back across your chest, across your abdomen and then swoop that other arm under it, and then you've got that extra support from the other hand. Um, just reading my notes here, so sorry for the pause there. Um, I just wrote that, yep, you would tuck the baby into the side of your body, or with your elbow and your hand extended at a 90 degree angle to your body. So pretty much with just what we were saying. The next hold is um, one that you often see when people are burping babies, but it can be just a hold that you do. Um, it does not have to be exclusively for burping. Uh, it's the over the shoulder hold. So that is when the baby's chest is held at your shoulder level. You have one hand supporting the baby's back and the other hand on the baby's bum. Um, the thing with the shoulder hold is that to do it safely, you want the baby higher than you instinctually think that the baby should be, especially if you're a new parent or a new person holding a baby. Uh, it's the baby's chest at your shoulder. So their arms are actually either going to be kind of tucked in at their own chest or resting on top of your shoulder. 
You don't want their face in your shoulder or just their chin on your shoulder. You want their chest at your shoulder so that their head is up and free. Um, and when it says a hand supporting their back and a hand supporting their bum, um, that hand on the back is the one that's going to make sure that the baby's head is supported. Usually they're going to go with the angle of your body and they're going to go forward. Um, but you want to have your, the, your hand on their back with your fingertips just near the back of their head so that if they suddenly decide to test their neck and back strength, you have your hand right there to support them so that nothing's going to happen. With a newborn, a movement like that won't be powerful enough for anything bad to happen, so you don't have to panic. Um, and usually when you're doing this hold, you're rubbing their back anyway. Like I said, it's not exclusively for burping, but you just kind of do it. Um, I know that that sounds silly, <laughs> um, but trust me, once you start holding a baby um, consistently, you will see um, rubbing, bouncing, swaying, those things just tend to happen because they like it and they'll be happy and content and you want them to be happy and content. So you just kind of unconsciously are doing it. Um, yeah, over the shoulder hold is great. Uh, you definitely see grandmothers and aunts and older women doing this one, um, more. And I think it's because, um, men are just taller and tend to, obviously this is a generalization, but tend to have broader shoulders. So it doesn't occur to them to do it, but babies love it. It keeps them nice and warm. Their belly against your body is like bliss for them. Um, so if you've tried the other holds and you can't get the baby um, to calm down, I would recommend getting your hands so that your thumbs are at the baby's shoulders. You just swoop your hands underneath their armpits so that the webbing of your thumb, so that would be the webbing between your thumb and forefinger, so that webbing is right in the baby's armpits. Your hands are now at the baby's back, fingertips are at the baby's head, and you can just lift them right up to your shoulder, making sure that their chest is up nice and high. And then you take one hand out and put it on their bum. You've got them. The next hand, right at their back. It's a great hold. And then the one that people never think to do, but I am telling you, game changer, is face down on the arm. So this is when you're going to place the side of the baby's face at your elbow, and they're gonna face out. So this time they're not gonna be face up. You want their face out towards the world, not in towards your body. Um, I often like to do this in front of a reflective surface. If you can't find a mirror, find a window. Um, if you don't have access to that and there's somebody else in the room, say, can you see their face? Can you see both nostrils? Can you see their mouth? Um, and if you don't have that, set up your phone, have it on video mode so that you can just be positive that the baby's face is facing outward. Um, then the belly of the baby is going to be laying right along the length of your arm and then depending on the length of your arm, your hand, and the length of the baby, either their belly will rest right in your hand or your hand will kind of come up right in between their legs and you'll have one leg on either side of your hand. Um, this is a fantastic hold. No one thinks to do it, but this baby will end up falling asleep and they will look like a big cat in a jungle tree with both arms and both legs just 
kind of straddling and hanging on either side of your arm. It's very easy to walk around. Other people love it because it's easier for them to see the baby's face. So if somebody else is holding the baby, this is so nice for them because they get to see the baby's face. Um, but again, it's warm, it's cuddly, it's putting a nice amount of pressure on their belly. Um, if they're gassy, it can help to push out gas. Um, if they're really, really gassy, it might not be the greatest hold for them because the pressure might hurt. Um, but you just have to do trial and error and try these different holds and figure out what works. Um, I do recommend, again, I will discuss the handoff, but um, if you're in the face down arm position, um, to get into a different position before doing a handoff. Um, face down is just a little bit hard, especially with people who are nervous because they're gonna be really, really cautious about the baby's neck. Um, I usually will try to get my hands kind of just around the baby's chin and then that'll help do the roll over and then you can do the handoff. Um, you can always lay a baby down before doing a handoff if you're really, really nervous with handoffs. Um, but I think those are our main holds. That's what we're going to go over. So you have your cradle, your football, your over the shoulder and the face down on the arm. It might not make sense if you're pregnant listening to this, um, but just try to listen to it. Try to take in what I've said and it will make sense when you're actually holding a baby and you have the baby in your hands. You can always practice with a doll or a pillow, like literally just so that you get the feel of it. Um, and that actually isn't a bad idea if you have a long thin pillow or a cat or a doll. Um, if you and your partner both are inexperienced, handing something like that off um, just in practice and prep is probably a good idea. Um, but yeah, those are our holds. So the important thing to remember is that you have options. If the baby's fussy, try different holds, move around, remain chill. And if you can't make them comfortable, putting them down is always an option. Some babies love to just be put down. Um, so remember that, that that's in your back pocket. And if you need to, you can set them down, compose yourself and then pick them back up and try again. Um, when handing off a baby, remember that they are not as breakable as you think. Often newborns are so awkward to hold off. Um, so the cradle hold is the easiest one for a smooth transfer. Um, so remember that's face up, head in the crook of the elbow, baby's bum in your hand. Um, if the other person is less experienced than me, regardless if I'm the person receiving the baby or handing the baby off, what I tend to do is I will put my hand under the baby's bum and then my other hand right underneath the baby's um, head and neck. Um, because again, like I had mentioned, um, handing from cradle hold to cradle hold, you end up being incredibly, incredibly close with the other person who you're handing off to. And then your hand is just stuck between the baby and the other person's arm. And so if you can just have your hands under the head and under the bum, then you can hand the baby off, make sure that the head is right in the crook of the person's elbow, and the back is right along the spine, and then it's much easier to just slip your hands out than slipping a whole entire 
arm out. Um, and the same goes if I'm taking the baby from somebody. They just have to remain in their cradle hold. They don't have to do much. They can just stay how they are. And I can slip one hand under the baby's head, one hand under the bum, and just whoop, lift them right out. And then I readjust and I get the baby into the position that I like. Um, it's just so much easier um, to do this, regardless if you're the person getting the baby or handing the baby off. Um, if there's no handoff and you are actually just picking a baby up, you can use the same method. You can just get your hand under their head, hand under the bum, and lift them right out of wherever they are. It's an incredibly effective way of picking up a baby who is swaddled or wrapped up in a blanket. Um, you can also absolutely do this with somebody um, with a baby who is unwrapped or unswaddled um, when they are laying down, whether it be in a pack and play or a crib or on a couch or on the ground, wherever the baby is. If they're face up, this is a great way to pick them up. Um, but an unwrapped baby with free arms, the other way that you can pick them up is what I was describing before. Get your thumbs right in front of their shoulders, slip your forefingers right underneath their armpits so that the webbing between your thumb and your forefinger is right in their armpits. Swoop your hands up to their back. So now the baby is in your hands. Your fingertips will be right underneath the baby's head and that is enough support, that's all the support that the baby's head needs to lift them up and then get them into a position where their head is supported even more. But for the lift up, Hands under armpits is a great one. As long as your fingertips are right there at the base of the head, they're supported and they are safe. Um, and like I said earlier, all of this is gonna get easier the more that you do it. Um, that first day, you're gonna feel like a fish out of water. It's gonna feel very scary. Um, and that is completely okay. You're doing nothing wrong. It's a brand new thing. Um, I remember having a client who I think was over 6'5". Like he was a very tall man and his wife had done an amazing job and she was with the nurses um, getting all cleaned up and having her first shower. And my client was doing skin to skin with his daughter. And he asked um, if I could please come over and hold the baby's head so that he could readjust um, his arm. And it was just the sweetest thing because this man's hands were so big he absolutely could have fully supported both her torso and her head with just one hand. Um, but he was just so cautious. And then within a week, you know, he was passing off the baby just one handed. So you're not alone. There's nothing wrong. It's completely okay to be um, apprehensive about doing this. But don't let the nerves take you over. It's so simple. It's so easy. Babies just want to be near you. They want that warmth. They want your smell. Um, so don't be nervous, just try to relax. They'll tell you with their cooing and smiles and sleeping or with their whining um, what's working and what doesn't work. So remember that you have options. Remember you can put them down when you need to. Um, and you've got this. Like I uh, said at the beginning of the episode, if you guys do have any questions or comments or things that you think would make a great episode, please reach out. Um, like I said, I'll leave my um, email address in the description. Um, and yeah, we have 
19 more episodes coming up this season. So I hope to see you every Wednesday. Well, I guess let's see you every Wednesday, but I hope you're listening every Wednesday. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.